I'm just completely out of frame. It's fine. Oh boy. Hello. Hi. And I'm not even going to attempt to do an Australian or uh, Kiwi accent. I'm not even going to try. So, hi. Welcome to The Cup, the currently unnamed podcast where we put the tea in. Re- I forgot it. I haven't done it in like a minute. Whoa, I forgot oh, the wait. intro. Where we wow. put the tea in reality. Go ahead. And you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I guess I'll start first and say hi. I'm Sam DMV, also known as Sam DeMonteverde, also known as Anissa Long, your fellow friendly, uh, trans, non-binary, Filipino-Canadian, mentally unstable, hot mess, healing all the way from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Scarborough, if you want to be specific. Uh, and today, I got some Gatorade Zero, the berry flavored. Oh, yes, berry. Paris? Oh, me? Okay, fine. <laughs> um... I'm Logan Murphy. I'm a say something gay gay. And I currently have approximately 110 milligrams of caffeine coursing through my body. Um, <laughs> because I'm drinking a new energy supplement that I've tried for the first time. Advanced GG. Uh, we would love a sponsorship because uh, I know y'all are doing that. Uh, but this is um, a like part of a starter pack that I got with this real cute cup that has a winky face on it. It's adorable. Um, and this is... The- this is a kiwi lime, is what we're drinking today. It's very good. And if I get dumped by a hippie, does that just mean I've been composted? Eris Envy. I'm making the best of a shit situation. I love you for that. No, yeah. Oh, let's talk about <sighs> Drag Race Down Under. Oh, boy. Season two episode two and guess what it's still a shit show yeah 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 let's talk about how we uh still don't have correct lighting which i do today and my lighting looks great um but yeah no so i there were a couple updates that I was going to talk about at the start of this episode regarding episode one before we dive into episode two. Specifically, I'm going to go ahead and say, if you have not seen Art Simone's YouTube recaps for um, for Drag Race Down Under that she's been doing, uh, go do that in addition to watching us because... Uh, the amount of like context I've been able to get personally for Australasian drag has been very, very insightful. Um, and we've basically just come to the conclusion that Drag Race Down Under should not be judged with a Western lens, which is what is happening. Um, notably, wait, what? We're doing it anyways. Oh, yes, absolutely. They're going to go ahead and just do it. Um, The biggest thing that I took away from the episode one recap that she did um, with a fabulous Sydney-based drag queen named Passion Couture, big fan, big fan, um, is, uh, as as we're calling, uh, Black Panty Gate. Uh, Because Rue and Michelle could not stop complaining 
about how everyone had on black panties. And to to touch on what Art was saying in her video, um, basically she was she was saying like black panties are like the norm when it comes to drag in Australia. Specifically, she was talking about Australia, not specifically um, Aotearoa, but I assume it's probably the same. Someone educate us if that's wrong. But um, she was basically saying, like, in Australia, you will get made fun of if you wear nude panties and, like, art that, like, happened to art at one point. And so she was like, it's wild to me that um Rue and Michelle are like hyper fixating on this thing when like this is the norm here and it's just like it shows once again just like reinforcing the fact that RuPaul should not be hosting anymore so um, I really I wish Connie Act was hosting I do yeah or really anybody else for that matter. Simone, Keita Mean. That's Spanky about it. Jackson. Not okay. Spanky Jackson. Not Spanky Jackson. But uh, speaking of, let's talk about this episode. Uh, they come back into the workroom. Spanky has just sent Fofur home. I'm still sad. I'm very sad as well. I'm happy for Spanky. Um, but I'm I'm gonna I think we're all gonna miss Fofur. Agreed. Yeah. Shouldn't have been fast built, but <laughs> she's louder than everyone. She's the loudest one. Wait, she's the loudest? What? Did you not know she was the loudest? I, you know, I couldn't tell. Like, no, it was so obvious to me. Oh my god. Um, so we, so they, they wipe away her message. We come back into the workroom the next day, and there's a conversation between Aubrey and Minnie. And this is the first of several conflicts that Miss Minnie Cooper will have in this episode, um, <laughs> where they're discussing Minnie reading Aubrey's look in the Untucked from last week. If you don't remember, um, there was some discourse about, like, between Aubrey and it was like Aubrey and Bev versus Pamara and Minnie to an extent. But most of this was like perpetuated by both Beverly in the confessional. And it was mostly Aubrey like in the actual Untucked itself talking about how like hers and Beverly's looks were a lot better than what Minnie and Pamara did, which... I think if I'm looking at them, I guess I would agree. Like if I'm lumping those, if I'm if it's those two groups, I would agree. Um, I didn't think Minnie's look was all that bad, but um, Aubrey was just like, "Yeah, you were reading our look when you like didn't look that great." And so there's like a whole like whatever about it. I thought this of the three fights that we'll talk about with Minnie Cooper in this episode, I thought this was the most stupid. Yeah, because, I mean, Aubrey was wearing a denim potato sack. Yeah. And I think Minnie was right to say, you know, it, the fit is horrible. Because it um, was. Because it was. It was a denim potato sack. 
and I've become a mini, uh, not mini Cooper. Well, I am a mini Cooper stan, and I've also become a Aubrey Have fan. But I uh, don't know if that's just because I think Aubrey's cute out of drag. I really like Aubrey. Um, I mean, we'll talk a lot about Aubrey in, in this episode, but I really like Aubrey. I also Agreed. really enjoy Aubrey. I also really like saying Aubrey. Hi. You want to pee well, about that? Yes. That so was we more go, London, but... A little bit. We go, in, uh, RuPaul walks into the workroom, and we have a mini-challenge that's not really a mini-challenge. Um, it's, RuPaul it's, says... It's literally the same challenge that Crystal Versace did. Um, Crystal's done it. Um, oh, who did it? Season one of UK. I don't remember. The Vivian? Vi uh, yeah, I was like, was it Viv? Oh. I couldn't remember. Um, they did this on season 12 when they brought the girls together because I remember oh, yeah. Jada, Jada said Heidi was her least competition. Uh, all that kind of stuff. This is something we've seen done on Drag Race prior, but RuPaul basically says, hey, Molly, you get to give out awards to your fellow queens. I would much rather this be like voted on like they did in UK too, rather than just like Minnie's perspective because she's going to have a very like focused Molly. opinion. You What'd said you Minnie, Logan. You said Minnie. Molly, whatever. People. How dare you. Um, they're only getting Molly's perspective um, instead of like the group as a whole. But so Molly has to give her out awards, and they called some. They called the pad the pageant something. I don't remember it. I didn't bother to write it down. Um, the who cares? The who cares? Go check out our review of Canada's Drag Race. We also do that. But um, so Molly, the first one she has to do is her greatest competition, and she says Yuri. I wasn't and that's correct. Yes, I wasn't expecting that necessarily, even though like Yuri should have won the first challenge. I was very happy to see that it was Yuri. I figured it would have been Hannah. Hmm. Hannah or yeah. Minnie is probably is like what I was kind of expecting. Um but I was happy to see that it was Yuri. Um the next one is Daggiest Drag. So basically who looks like shit. And it was Spanky. Correct. Correct. Yeah, correct. It feels correct. Um, you beauty, which is basically trade of the season. Queen Kong, to nobody's surprise. Duh. Correct. correct. Um, and then the last one is taking the piss. Who do you think is going to be the next eliminated? And we find out later in the, like, groupings that she wanted to say Minnie. But to keep the peace, she chooses Beverly. Which was kind of wild to me. Okay, but I want to know, who would have you have given the take the piss banner to? Going into this episode, probably Aubrey, honestly. 
I probably would have given it to Aubrey or Spanky. I would have also done either Aubrey or Spanky. I would have done maybe Aubrey or Pamara. And I will say this about Spanky now, because I feel like we're probably going to get comments if we don't say something. I will shit on Spanky's looks for the out quality of what they are, but I will never shit on Spanky for her talent as a drag performer, because I believe she is a talented performer, and that's why she's on Drag Race. We saw, well, yes, one, she's on Drag Race. Two, she's been doing drag for, what, 20-something years, is what she said. Three, we clearly saw her talent in the lip sync last week, where, like, both of them did well, but she beat Foe pretty handily. Like, definitely. Like, we're commenting on these people as characters, not these people as people, and we're commenting on what is presented to us on this drag program. That goes for all of the drag races. Like... That's across the board. That's what we're doing. So, the boy. Yes. So we go. Oh, Sam, you said it. You said you would have done Aubrey or Spanky, right? I would have done Aubrey or Spanky, but Pomaro is kind of in the back of my mind as well. Completely missed that. Oh. I know you said it. I just <laughs> no. You're good, bitch. I'm tired. I traveled all weekend. Um, which is why this is going up late. So. We go to the maxi challenge for the week, which is a scripted acting challenge, which Art Simone made sure to emphasize. And I didn't realize they never did on season one of Down Under. No, they never did an acting challenge. They never did. They didn't do many group challenges on Down Under. I think they did the girl groups and that was it. The girl group and then... That really was it. Yeah. That really was it. Because the early challenges, it went. What was it? Um, so first was did like a ball, and then the they ball. did snatch game, ball, and then they did girl game, groups. Girl group, sewing, design challenge. Oh, sewing, who, and then who went home on that challenge? Anita. Oh fuck! I forgot about that. And then um, commercial. Yep. Yep. And then makeover, makeover, and then the, the next godforsaken talent show. Yeah, so they only did one group challenge. Wow, that's wild. That is crazy, especially because like we're also talking about Canada at the moment. They've done two in four episodes. I'm gonna be honest. I get bored when there's a bunch of design challenges close together. Yeah, like with All Stars Seven, I don't think there needs to be more than one design challenge in a season. And I would be happy for their first challenge to be a design challenge, Mm -hmm. and then do we a ball towards the end of the season? Yeah, I mean that's how they used to do it, where we would get the ball at like top five, top six, top seven. Yeah, Yeah. and now we get the ball in episode two, literally, and a random sewing challenge for episodes later. Yeah, literally. Unless you're, so, unless you're season three and you just have like three balls in a season. I think they had four design challenges on season three. Four design challenges. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm so proud of Chandler. The ball. So the it was cake. the it was the first the Christmas. Then they did the cake. Then they did the hair ball, and then they did the money ball. And Chandler survived at least three of those. She survived three of them. It's I will say wild. survive. I will not say participated. 
I will say survived. Yeah, she was. She, no, 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 she only survived two of them. She oh went yeah, she got them. She went home in the hairball, and she wasn't even there for the money ball. Her cake look was good. I did like her pineapple. Oh yeah, it was would, cute. Would you be happy with a pineapple upside down cake? Yes, actually, yellow yeah. looks good on me. Anyway, anyways. I think- so we find out that uh, Molly has unintentionally made the groups because the groups are going to be the people she gave awards to plus her and the people she didn't give awards to. So meaning that the first team is Panaconda, Minnie Cooper, Pamara, and Aubrey. Aubrey Hive! And then the second team is Yuri, Spanky, Queen Kong, Bev, and Molly. I don't know why I want to call her just Bev instead of Beverly. I just want to call her Bev. So I'm going to do that. That's a very, very UK thing. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I had a friend named Beverly growing up. I called her Bev. Mm. Like, like, especially in the UK, like, if a girl is called Kerry, there's a good chance that she'll be referred to as Kez or our Kez. Yeah. Love that. Um... Let's see. So, yeah, we talked about yeah. how Molly said she would have given the next to go home to to Minnie, but to save the piece, she didn't. Um, this is where we find out in Team One that uh, Minnie is dyslexic, which I can only imagine how difficult that is to be and also be an actor. Hmm. Um, cause, um, but yeah, so separate from that, I know Art and et cetera, et cetera, on their episode this week, we're talking about how, like, several of these girls have, like, acting experience, and they showed a, com- a KFC commercial featuring Hanaconda <laughs> that had Sissy That Walk in the background. <laughs> I need to see this. I'll try to find it and send it to y'all. It was funny. But, like, they talk about how uh, Minnie also has a lot of, like, theater experience. Um, Aubrey is, like, a musical theater performer and actually has, like, a really good singing voice, which we knew. But, like, I saw a clip of it. She's, She's good. She's really good. Um, But that team is, like, very clearly like set up to be good like hannah and many are actresses aubrey has a musical theater training and pamara is pamara so and hannah conda has that eight dollar bucket meal very that (laughs) That that's gonna be Um, my joke for the rest of the season i honestly don't remember a whole lot else from the workroom or the recording if i'm being 100 honest what I did find out, which is kind of a gag, I didn't know. So apparently, this acting challenge was filmed on the main stage. Like, they don't have a separate studio. So it was filmed on the main stage with a green screen. We also found out Snatch Game for season one also filmed on the main stage. They should have just done the Drag Race Italia setup for the um, Snatch Game. You know, where they literally just put everything on the main stage and like, ha. Huh. They did that with France too, right? 
Yeah. And with, yeah, no, like, not with Hispania. He did it with France. Yeah. So apparently what, what uh, Art was talking about, I'm going to reference this Art video a lot. I'll probably link it below because it's incredibly informative. But um, Art was talking about how, like, the workroom and the like the main stage are literally share a wall and so when they're filming the intro where rupaul's coming out and it's like the dun 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 uh art was saying art and etc were both saying how they could hear it from the workroom and how the walls would shake because there was so much bass happening which i love like i love that i love that that's the case it's giving um it's giving like being outside of a of a club kind of thing literally (laughs) um but yeah so we we do the recording of the challenge hannah and minnie really great uh spanky's character was apparently supposed to be russian like, I don't remember if it was written to be Russian or, like, she made that decision. I don't know, and... but her Croatian accent was fabulous. <laughs> her Bulgarian accent was fabulous. I was like, for the more Romanian accent. <laughs> yeah, I her think they ended up saying it was, was Bulgarian. Like, that's what the judges were saying. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess we could probably just talk about it now. Like, let's be real here. Hannah or Minnie should have won this challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and honest to God, I would have been fine either way. Yeah. Like, they were the stars of this whole thing. No question. And also, they both had better runway looks than Spanky, but we'll talk about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so there was a few workroom things on like the elimination day. First of all, being uh, part two of our uh, mini fights everyone series. This time it's part one of uh, mini versus Pamara, where uh, mini is talk. They're like around the table at the start of like the elimination day, and mini talks to everybody about her dyslexia. Now we know that previously she'd only talked to her team. And so she was talking to all of the girls she didn't work with very closely in this challenge. And Pamara starts laughing. Mm -hmm. I don't know about y'all, but that was incredibly disrespectful. It really was. And I think Minnie was right to say that she found it offensive. I uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And then wasn't it Aubrey was like trying to like not defend Pamara, but like explain Pamara? Yeah. And it just like yeah. wasn't needed. Sometimes it's better to be quiet. Yes. Yeah. And just like Pamara was like explaining that like it was just a poorly timed joke. I don't even really understand like what was the joke supposed to be? Like I the think... fact that she's heard it a few times. Yeah, that that's what the joke was supposed to be. But I don't 
obviously that doesn't excuse kind of no yeah no like with a couple other like if i so like especially for, for someone like many who's of the generation where dyslexia wasn't tr treated as a real thing dyslexia was not even treated as was not even seen as a real thing if you had dyslexia growing up as someone of Minnie's age you were either just stupid or lazy and that was it because yeah. there wasn't the studies there wasn't the evidence to suggest that dyslexia existed and it wasn't even and I can remember this from growing up in the UK in the 90s dyslexia wasn't really taken seriously till the late to mid 90s here damn and I still say this, I don't think it's even taken, it's not taken seriously enough in our schools today. And I yeah. say that as an education professional. Yeah. For the next month. Someone handed her notice in. But, yeah, this just felt like weird and gross. And like, yeah, I'm, it kind of dulled me to Pomora a little bit. Who I initially liked, and now I'm like, eh. Yeah. And we'll talk about the third argument later. Because um, that was kind of... The, I don't um, think either of them was good in that one, I'll be honest. Yeah, that was kind of the uh, killing type. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing we get is uh, our, our trauma mirror of the episode. Uh where Yuri and Spanky are talking, and Yuri is talking about their family dynamics, how pretty much none of their family is supportive, um, all that kind of stuff. And Spanky, being the dad of the season, <laughs> is just like, you're always good with me. And I, I did love this moment. It endeared me to Spanky more than I already was. Because I do like Spanky. I think she's a she's a talented drag queen. She's a hot man, in my personal opinion. Um, but yeah, I love this moment. I, I, I liked that we're getting more from both Spanky and Yuri. Yeah. 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 I yeah. I, I was very much able to relate to Yuri in that moment, and I'm glad that they have someone like Specky for that. Yeah, agreed. Yup. Um, runway. Oh. oh, the third. No, never mind. Because I I don't remember when it happened in this episode, but I remember Minnie mentioning something about Pomara prior to. Oh. We'll talk about it. That's I the third. Okay, never mind. We'll, we'll get to the it. Third we'll get part to it. of the mini fights everyone trilogy of this episode. Yes. Uh, I want to touch ever so slightly on the guest judge, Lucy Lawless, who looked like she wanted to be anywhere else. Queen Lucy Lawless. I couldn't agree right. with her more. Yeah. I also would like to give a shout out to a lovely Toronto queen named Lucy Flawless. Um, work i love that yes uh i'll i'll, I'll be there sometime on, on friday nights work uh yes but yeah no uh, I, I, you I, didn't acknowledge y'all olivia newton john 
Yeah. No, don't even get me started because I literally performed physical the night before she died. Bitch. Like. So not only not did I get right. the let's just be friends text this week, I also got Olivia Newton-John dying after I performed her number. The universe said, let's take a real hard shit on you, Eris Envy. Well, rest in power, Olivia. We love you. Rest in power. At least she got to see Katya perform uh, Twist of Fate in front of her. And also Sasha Bell was there. Um... <laughs> you leave that man alone. Oh, I'm sorry. Frisbee Jenkins. I'm so sorry. The artist formerly known as Sasha Bell. Um, no, I will not be leaving him alone because I don't want to because he's hot. Um, Agreed. Agreed. Anyway, runway! Um, fly girls. Insects on the runway. Fly girls. I didn't know that was the Insects name of the on game. the runway. Clearly, I was not paying attention to, to this episode. I just knew it had something to do with bugs. Oh, I had to look it up. The only reason I like remembered was because Fofer tweeted her look, which was really oh. good. She had like a really intricate makeup. It, I think she was also based on a mosquito or something. I didn't look that closely into it, and I probably should. Have. Oh. Anywho, let's talk about Molly Poppins. Lovely gal. This looks. This is this is perfectly solid. I would, like, I would like this a lot more if she hadn't got stuck doing the same insect as Yuri. Yeah. Because um, Yuri mopped Molly across the floor. We'll talk about Yuri. Yes. But this is a really good look. Like, if you if you brought this to a bar, I would be hooting, hollering, and screaming. Yeah. And it is acceptable for the Drag Race main stage. My cup's not like it. Oh, sorry, Sam. Sorry. I'll say I I will be honest and say um, it took me a while to real to kind of get into this like train situation, um, mm -hmm. but I realized like oh this actually it kind of actually works in a way. I don't know. Yeah, I understand what's happening with the face and like I don't I think that was like glasses she was wearing. Yeah. I like I get it because I understand the like facial anatomy of a praying mantis. I didn't love it personally. I also find that like everything is like the same shade of green and not a shade of green that I like. Okay. I like the shade of green. I don't mind the shade of green. I wanted it to be more lime and less chartreuse. <sighs> I just realized a long time ago, and then by a long time ago, I mean possibly two episodes ago, I said I'd never wear green wigs. Oh. And I just realized I have a um, back-length green wig that I wear quite a lot. Well. Well. Eris Envy, a liar. <laughs> a liar, a cheat, and a filthy vegan. Well. To the Filipinos, if you know, you know. I'm a liar. I'm a liar. Okay, that's it. Not this. Um, let's see. What am I gonna? I'm gonna give Molly a seventy-five. I'm gonna give Molly seventy. My cup is at a seventy-five. Oh, so now I'm the bad guy. Yes. Let's talk about Queen Kong. She did the Death Moth. 
She slayed. She looks great. I think, at least. I love the hair, and she's beat. I just want something a little bit more, and I don't know what that something is. Like, does she look great? Absolutely. I just feel like... Like, I had absolutely no clue what insect this was until Michelle Visage said it. Hmm. And that's kind of, like, my only issue with it. Like, it... It's a black bodysuit with something on the hips and, like, a puffed shoulder. And, like, is it well-constructed? Absolutely. Does she look good? Yes. Remember that time Do I wish not- something was a little bit more elevated? Yes. Remember that time Silky and Not Much Ganache was a, was a roach? Yes. I got called a roach today, bitch. Oh my god. That was the closest you could get to Cork. Oh my god. Go on, Yala Sophia. Not Yala Sophia. Um someone give Queen Kong a score before I do. Um I prefer look. Yeah, my cup is gonna be at a 75 as well. Sixty-five, and I hate saying that. Guess she's Queen Kong. Yes, Queen Kong. Bentley Peter. Aubrey, hi. Etc. Etc. No, don't you dare. I no, I love it, but it is it's very reminiscent of Etc.'s entrance look, only because it's brown and cockroach inspired. Yeah. I mean, she went for it, so I have to give her props in that regard, but her props didn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I will say is the outfit itself is lovely and very well made, and I love the hair, and I love the glasses. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I don't think I she... Like... Mm-hmm. I don't think she really needs to do like all the reveals and whatnot. Like, I think... Yeah, I think she should have saved those in case she had to lip sync. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like what's happening with the the brown and the black pleather. I hope it's pleather. Um, happening in the gown. I really like the hair. I like what she did with her face. Um, the performance of the look is going to bring my score down just a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, I thought Aubrey Have mm-hmm. uh, looked really good. I'm going to give her a seventy-five. Who could have give her an 80? I think Aubrey Have uh, gets an 80. Work, Lidiva. Work, over Lidiva. Let's talk about Mini Cooper. Eight and left no crumbs. This is so cute. Oh, love this for Mini Cooper. It's brilliant, and it's of her generation. She looks wonderful. The colors are beautiful. It's giving a story. It flows really well. I love that. Also, I usually, I don't know if it's just me, but whenever I see this kind of silhouette and even just like this kind of style of dress, I usually don't see it with like black hair. And like, usually I I personally would have always, and I'm sure the two of you would as well, like associate it with like blonde hair. Um, But I love this black hair. I think what I like about this 
is this dress feels like something Minnie could have had long before Drag Race. Yes. And she just got pulled out because it fit the category and it worked flawlessly. Um, yeah. yeah, I think Minnie looks amazing. And you know what? I'm going to say it. My cup's full. My cup is also full. Yeah, I'm going to agree with y'all. I like the, I really like the length of the skirt. What I loved most about this, honestly, was the performance of it. Because she kind of, and I hate using this like cliche, but she kind of floated like a butterfly. Like her, the, and in the coat, she stung like a bee. Yes, she sure did. Um, the theatricality of the way that she performed this look on the runway was so spectacular. Um, I love the colors on her. I do agree, Sam. I love the black hair here. Um, I would have loved if maybe the shoe was either in the blue or the green. But that's just if I'm like absolutely nitpicking. Um, but yeah, my cup is full. I think Minnie looks great. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Beverly Kills. Good old Bev. It's giving interesting angular movements. Is it though? She looks pointy. That's kind of where my problem with it begins. I think not to make comparisons or everything or anything, but I think of like how Ben de la Creme did with this. Yeah, kind absolutely. Of yeah, I mean, okay. I like the bodysuit. I like the wings. I really like the thorax situation happening on her ass. However, this headpiece completely blocks 80% of the makeup she did. And if the stinger had just been on the, like, front of the headpiece, and it didn't, like, fully block her face, it would have been a lot more effective for me. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you just could not see her face at all. Yeah. And she and her face looked amazing in this runway too. Yeah. Which is which is such a shame. Yeah. 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 It's, I'm gonna I'm gonna give her a 75. I st I still really like this look nonetheless, so I'm also gonna give her a 75. I'm going to give her a 72.5. Okay. Work, Ladiva. Actually, no, a 71.25. I hate you. Hate me all you want, bitch. I do every day. Forward, Stormed, and... <sighs> okay. Um... Pamara. Pamara. Mara. She's giving I'm gonna blue. Bitch. My cup is empty. This is bad. She looks like... <laughs> to me, it just seems a bit... See, I want to say she looks like a fly, but that's what she was going for. No, she was going for a cicada. 
She wasn't doing a blue bottle fly. No, she was doing a blue moon cicada. It's giving blue bottle fly. Great. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, it's the blue tinfoil dress and the barely their wings. I like the hair, but the shoes are giving... Um, James Mansfield Biscuit Basket. Yeah. It's giving resident at the Kennedy Davenport Church of Black Stockings and White Shoes. <laughs> um, the Congregation of Kennedy Davenport Black yeah. Stockings and White Shoes. It's giving Imagine. my... It's giving my baked potato went to Chromatica. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just no. I don't think it it fits Pomara well. Oh, the the fit is very off. Yeah, the which fit is, is my big. She looks like she's got really huge hips and like a, a medium waist and then tiny boobs. And we've seen Pomara in her entrance look where her body was chef's kiss perfect and her. And her shit glued to a corset from last week. Yes. Her shape looked great in that. This, it's giving... Oh my god, you know what it's giving? Oh no. You know that movie, The Fly, where Jeff Goldblum <laughs> oh, goes... Oh no! Where Jeff Goldblum goes into the machine and becomes yes. a fly person? Uh-huh. What if instead of Jeff Goldblum, it was Miss Trunchbull? No! I'm a bad person, I'm sorry. No, I'm going to use your real ass name. Sam, how dare you? Not you exposing me as Samuel. Um, Yes, that's the reason we call you Eris here, because I don't want to say Sam and Sam. uh, um, That being said, my cup is at a lovely 25%. Violet's turning violet. My cup is at a um, <laughs> 15. No, you cannot say what I said was fucking evil while Sam sits and says Violet's turning violet. That's also evil. Bitch, this is why our Filipino viewers went in on us. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, no. Empty. There's one drop of water in the bottom of my cup. Oh, God. And this is the reason why my cup wasn't empty for Pomara. You like Pomara's look better than this? Yes. Because Pomara had something that looks like wings that wasn't a set of wings from a children's Halloween costume. I love my favorite part about this whole runway walk is Spanky in the voiceover saying my wings look right I'm looking great and I'm like your wings No look you good. don't It's the okay. fucking, it's the wings. The wings are just getting me. It's like how are you going to drag race with children's Halloween costume wings as part of a runway look. Okay. Now you know I love Spanky for the person she is. Yes. And for Same. her comedic chops. Same. That being said, someone lied to her several, <laughs> several times. Several times. And told her that her fly girl look was fly hot and sexy. Sexy. And she's nothing, she's of, the nothing sort. of the sort. 
she doesn't possess the vernacular she thinks she does. She doesn't possess the pair of wings she wish she did. Or that she thinks she does. Um, the outfit, it's giving poo. It's giving poo with ribbons on it. <laughs> And I don't want to be mean because, like, I feel like I've been a little too mean lately, and it's starting to enter a zone where I don't like what I'm saying about people. Yeah. But please just take a look at what we're being presented with. Okay. To anyone on Drag Race Espana that I was ever mean to, if I ever said your cup was empty, I'm so sorry. I'm bumping that up to a 10%. Just in comparison to this singular look by Spanky Jackson. I'm still so Marina, you're I hate Marina's finale look, though. <laughs> Marina, you're safe right now. Marina, your butthole look, my cup is full. Okay. <laughs> no, go fuck yourself. So, uh, I'm going to say the concept is there. And I, I like the concept of it. Um, I don't mind the bodysuit itself or the headpiece. But again, the wings look like I can get those at Dollarama. Um, uh-huh. They just need to be bigger. Um, and same with the cage peplum skirt yeah. situation thing. It needs to be bigger. Um, this looks like a swimsuit with stuff attached to it. It's a cute swimsuit, though. Yeah. I personally think it's cute. That being said... There is a fly currently buzzing around my cup. Zero. My cup is empty again. Want to catch more Big Brother? Come to Fly on the Wall Entertainment. Um, oh my god, guys. Guys. My cup is at... Uh, 33%. Really? That's bold of you. Yeah, that's me being generous. That's 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 okay. Generous, very generous. I don't know. There's there's stuff there that I actually like, but then again, my taste level is like shit. So like, well, you said it not me. Philanthropy for me. Very that. Anaconda. No, bitch. She ate. She ate. Wait, have y'all seen the um? clip of Bianca Del Rio being like, hey, what's your name? And then this woman's like, Hannah. Yes. Hannah. Sorry, that's, Hannah. I just thought of that. And Hannah this is not shit on this look, because this look is amazing. Yeah. She looks incredible. Like, point blank, left, eight left no crumbs. Um, I, love words... this inter- I love this interpretation. Of this runway as well. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, In the words of that gay bowl cut man from Legendary, uh, <laughs> the performance was supposed to be Butterfly, and instead we got Moth. <clears throat> and I loved this. Not that gay bowl cut man. <laughs> oh, my God. They should have had Law Roach as a guest judge for this episode for his surname alone. Oh my god. Luxury Roach. <laughs> Not Luxury Roach. Yeah, I love all the details about it. I love like the flapper aesthetic to it and I love it. It's very everything about this is correct thematically. 
and yeah. visually. Like yeah. I can't say anything bad about this at all. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm at that same place too. Um my cup's like, overflowing. I think I have those. No, I, I have like a, a silver version of those shoes. That'll work. Every drag queen does. Yeah. Yes, a silver sparkly version of, of the shoes that Hannah's wearing, and I love them. Yeah. They're actually nice shoes too. So but they're not old maiden type of shoes. They definitely are. That's good. <laughs> they're an old trunchbull type of shoes. They're they're not they're not made for only the beautiful women to wear. Oh good. Yes. So she didn't have to put them back on the rack. Exactly, exactly. Very good. Um, my cup is full. My cup's overflowing. Party. This is why my cup was only full. <laughs> Slayed, ate, and left no crumbs. Quite literally, because she's a praying mantis. Actually, she's a slaying mantis. Come on, slaying mantis. Yes, God. I hated this. I just know the moment she put this on, Molly Poppins looked at her from across that workroom and said, You God fucking can't. You fucking bitch. Yeah, I mean, the intricacy in this, the fact that she probably made this. The hair. Even though it's giving olives a little bit. That was the only thing I disliked. <laughs> I mean, I got the reference immediately with the hair. Obviously, that's supposed to be a pigmentous face. But they do yeah. look like olives. <laughs> they absolutely look like olives. Um, I'm gonna say that my cup is... I'm gonna say full. My cup is overflowing. My cup is overflowing. Ooh. Ooh. And that's all. So, favorite Unwe Luke. Hello, Kondo. Yuri Guy. And I'll say Mini Cooper. Slay. Slay, yeah. Um, you know who looked really good this episode? Pamara Fair. You know who looked really like pretty good this episode? RuPaul. Yeah, RuPaul yeah. looked like RuPaul. I RuPaul said, okay. looked like RuPaul. Yes. Um, was there anything that is from the closest shot we ever get of RuPaul's face? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Oof, Lord. Was there anything in the? actual acting challenge itself that y'all wanted to talk about that we didn't previously. Um, yeah, I loved when Yuri Guy was like, if she tries anything, I'll slit her fucking throat. Yuri made it. Yuri was the only one who looked hot in that challenge. Like, everyone else looked like daggy drag. Yuri looked hot. Yeah. And, um, also... Chantal Minogue is a character. <laughs> Chantal Minogue, I love that. I'm famous Australian pop star Chantal Minogue. Oh, this challenge was something that we watched. Yeah, I mean, I just also being in Beverly Kills being electrocuted because she wrote the Drag Race challenges. The writing of this challenge, honestly, I thought was like pretty decent. It was a yeah, it was it was decent. I appreciate the matter. 
but yeah, I mean, most people just just struggled a lot. Yeah, and um, let's get to our tops and bottoms. Yeah, so we yeah. find out that uh, the safe girls are Bev, Pamara, and Molly, which I felt was correct. Yeah. Um, we get a top three of Hanaconda, Minnie Cooper, and Spanky Jackson. And we get a bottom three of Queen Kong, Aubrey, Aubrey Hive, Aubrey and Hive. Yuri Guy. I didn't disagree, really. No. No. Um, what I did disagree with was the winner of the challenge being Spanky Jackson. Congratulations. Congrats, sis. Very happy for you. In my personal opinion, factoring in runway and performance, uh, the challenge performance, I think for me, I would have been fine with either Hannah or Minnie. I think for me personally, I probably would have given it to Hannah. I also would have given it to Hannah. Just for the runway look, I probably would have given it to Hannah. I also wouldn't have been mad at like a double win between Hannah and Minnie in this yeah. circumstance. Um, but I'm ha very happy that Spanky has a win. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I, sorry, I just, I just want to... I, I believe um, when they were, when the judges were deliberating, I remember hearing them say at one point, like, oh, it, it's an improvement <laughs> to Spanky. <laughs> the outfit's an improvement. <laughs> Anything is going to be an improvement. That is true. Um, she was giving, honestly, honestly, she was giving Fly Girl last week. I'm yes. ready for Spanky to come down the runway in an outfit that doesn't resemble a bug. I would like that very much. Yeah. Um, so we end up here with a bottom two of Aubrey Hive and she's Queen Kong. I don't know. Okay, I'm actually going to take back what I said earlier about the safes. I kind of feel like Beverly should have been in the bottom three. Yeah, I would have sw swapped Yuri for Bev. I think I agree. Based on Yuri's runway look being a lot stronger than Bev's. And Bev do I being then... much worse in the challenge. Yeah, do I think if, it, if the bottom three was Aubrey, Beverly, and Queen... Do I still agree with the bottom two? I think I do, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. However, we do get uh, one of my favorite lip sync songs of all time. And I, I Touch Myself by The Divinals. I love this song. This is a great song. Personally, I prefer the Jenna Torches cover, but... Sure. Um, This is such a different choice for a lip sync song. Because it's so mid-tempo. Like, there's really not a whole lot you can do. I thought... And yet, Queen Kong still found ways to launch yeah, herself across the stage. To launch herself into a body roll. 
Like, I I thought they both did great. I thought it was a really good lip sync overall. For me, the difficulty, and this also comes back to the fact that Aubrey's only been doing drag for a year. By the middle of her performance, she was just acting the words of the song. And I don't love that in excess in a lip sync. Like, every time they said, I touch myself, she's touching herself. Um, Every time it says, like, I'm confused or whatever the line was, she was confused. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily love that. And I know that that is, like, a specific thing that a lot of drag artists do. And I respect that, especially newer drag artists are, are prone to doing that. I didn't love that necessarily from this performance. Um, that being said, I, Queen Kong cleared her. Yes, I do think Aubrey yeah. did a good job, though. Aubrey did do a good job. I, I did enjoy the lip sync overall as well. I think it was, like, perfectly solid. Yeah. So... Queen Kong wins the lips. We have to say goodbye to Aubrey. Hey. Oh, Aubrey. Hey. Oh, we didn't talk about Untucked. I just realized. We did oh, not good know. Lord Jesus. Okay, well, let's. Okay. Bye, Aubrey. Bye. You're fabulous. Oh, we lost a white twink. Oh, so too. Aubrey, why? Highlighter. Vegas. Mullets. Mullets. Musical theater. Bogans. I don't know much about Australia. Anyway, so untucked. Do you love, do you love my pheromone impression or do you love my pheromone impression? Oh. Let's talk about untucked because uh, I said we were going to. Um, and this is part three of the mini versus the world trilogy from this episode. It's Minnie versus Pamara, part two, Electric Boogaloo, where um, we find out that Minnie had mentored Pamara in a competition of some kind a few years ago and said that Pamara was entitled and was, like, just overtly negative and then Pamara came back with some sort of quote that Minnie allegedly said, saying, like, I don't mind that Pamara does drag. I just hate that she gets paid for it. <laughs> Bitch, that's a fucking read. I love that. That is a read. But then, like, what I didn't love was that Minnie was like, I apologize. See, I apologized, and I didn't. you didn't have to ask for it. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I think she's an icon to me. Yeah, I, 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 I will agree. I just didn't love the way that either one of them looked after this argument. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're setting up for uh, one of them to send the other one home in an episode or two. I'm going to be honest. I, I can manifest it being like final six, final five. Probably. I mean, we're already at final eight, so... We are. I don't want anybody else. Um, <laughs> right, Babs, I'm knackered. So with that being said... Um, 
Olivia Newton-John. Olivia Newton-John. I wasn't prepared. Physical. Physical. I want to get physical. Oh, my God. 